Don't worry, guys. You're still listening to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined, as ever, by Tom Walker. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed the new jingle. Bit of a facelift for the podcast this week. Yeah, we've got the new intro, the new little jingle. We've also got new, better quality sound, so it no longer sounds like Tom's on the other end of the phone. Uh, so big thanks to our friend of the show, Stuart, for that one. Yeah, cheers, Stuart. Top man. So, yeah, let's get rolling with the show. Thanks for listening last week. Got so close with the bomb-proof troubles, didn't we? Just Coventry let me down and Bristol cost you. It looked like it was going to be on for a winner at half-time, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I flew out the blocks. Early goals in two of my games. And then I just was waiting for that inevitable Bristol City goal. I'm waiting. And waiting. <laughs> and waiting. 90th minute, nil-nil. Not many times. From what we've seen this season... Doesn't look like Bristol City will be scoring too many blanks at home. No. Uh, read a little match report, said they're a little bit off colour. Millwall were nice and organised. So, uh, yeah, just one of those things. But yeah, I was flying. My other two were so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, same with mine as well. Obviously, Sheffield United won in the early kickoff, 1 0. Could have won 4 0. Barnsley could have had no complaints. So, thoroughly outclassed in that game. Fleetwood, comfortable 2 0 winners. And then just Coventry, 0 0 at half time. Then they inexplicably go and lose 1-0 at home to Newport. Crazy. We were saying, you know, that's the value of the weekend. And yeah. I, yeah, I honestly yeah. thought it, like, evens at home against a poor Newport side. They're doing so well at the start of the season. But, yeah, yeah, just, just didn't today. work out. And there's not much more we can do sometimes. Like, if teams decide not to turn up, then that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. But on to this week. This weekend is unfortunately the last weekend of football before the international break kicks in and bores everybody to tears. God, it's, it comes around so early. No so early. one, No one wants international football right now. There's a time and place for it. And when the season's just got going, oh man, it's... You don't want it. It breaks it up so yeah. much. It's a positive and a negative, isn't it, really? Depending on where your team is in the league and what kind of start you've got off to. So if you've had a good start, you obviously want to continue the momentum. You don't want the international break, whereas if you've got off to a bit of a shocker, it gives you the chance to regroup, uh, work on a few things, especially the teams in the lower leagues. 100%, yeah. I can't even tell you England are playing. No, couldn't care less, mate. We're recording this on a Monday, uh, straight after the City-Everton game. And Everton fielded eight Englishmen in their start in 11 tonight. Love that. That's superb. Love that's it. That's so good. And Dominic Calvert-Lewin was fantastic in that game. Um, he's really, really starting to catch people's eyes. Yeah, he's he's on my bench for the fancy football team, annoyingly. But yeah, he's really starting to catch people's eyes. Right, then let's go straight into the Premier League's games then, shall we? To start us off, we rejoin Man City. And they're away at Bournemouth. This is a 12.30 kickoff, And City, once again, as we saw in the game against Everton, they're really, really short price. They're 2-7. to seven. And They should win, but it is, again, a tight price, especially away from home. Oh, 100%. You know, there's obviously we're fresh from the Everton game. Uh, Everton are by far and away a better team than Bournemouth. But, you know, that was at the Etihad. And, you know, City were less than convincing, should we say. So... You know, I wouldn't be touching them at you know that price and no. Bournemouth as well. Obviously, you can't fancy Bournemouth too strongly. 
Uh, both teams to score could be a good shout. That, that's probably the only avenue I'd go down for this game. Yeah, well, Bournemouth need to start scoring goals, didn't they? No goals again at the weekend for them. Defoe, once again on the bench. Apparently, he's had a bit of a spat with Eddie Howe, which isn't promising for his start at the club. No, definitely not. But I've always thought Jermaine's one of those killer instinct, quite selfish strikers. Yeah. Um, So he wants to play. End of. He doesn't care who gets dislodged. He doesn't care about loyalty, tactic, nothing like that. He wants to play. So yeah. I think, you know, th- those kind of players, you know, that that's good and bad. My question is, why has it been leaked to the press? Or how, how have people found out about this? That's yeah. a, that's the question Eddie Howe should be uh, should be finding out. Yeah, completely agree. But uh, I asked for betting on this game. City are probably too short to just go for um, on the nose. To be honest, I probably don't trust them enough to go into the handicap market. Nah, no way. No way. Avoid that at all costs. To be honest, I'd just leave this game fully alone. But if you have to bet on it, what would you agree both teams to score is probably the, the safe way to go? Yeah, I think despite the fact they've played two, haven't scored yet, um, it's not going to go on like that for, for too long, I imagine, with Defoe and Josh King up front. So, yeah. I think uh, that's the safe way to go with that one. On to the three o'clocks then. First up, the mighty Huddersfield Town are a great price at home to Southampton. You can get Huddersfield at a massive 14 to 5, so just a tad under 3 to 1. The draw is 23 to 10, and Southampton are 23 to 20 favourites. Can you see a third win on the spin for David Wagner's boys? Toughest assignment yet, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether I'm getting carried away, but at that price, I would maybe put them on like an outside treble, something like that. Yeah. I 100% agree. 100% um, agree. Southampton is definitely not going to be easy. And you yeah. wouldn't be surprised, would you, if Southampton on a draw? No, yeah, I don't think you'd be surprised. Southampton lucky to win, really, against 10-man West Ham at the weekend. 2-0 up, then conceded two against the 10 men, and the only one with a last-minute penalty. Uh, so far from convincing from them at the weekend. Whereas yeah. Huddersfield looked relatively state- solid against Newcastle. Uh, four yeah. goals scored, non-conceded for them in two games. Just, just the only thing, yeah, like, uh, like I'm mentioning, is they haven't really had a challenge. Crystal Palace played so open. Yeah. Um, they were literally begging Huddersfield to beat them. And Newcastle, poor, uninspiring. So th- this is just, you know, this is a real test is yeah. coming like the tests are getting harder and harder and I do fancy Huddersfield but I wouldn't put them on a BPT just a oh, uh, no. No, outsider not. yeah on to Palace against Swansea then so the odds for this one Palace the home team are 20 to 21 favourites the draw is 5 to 2 and Swansea are 16 to 5 I think that the, the uh, result for this one's pretty tough to call but if I had to choose, I'd probably go with the draw. Yeah, I'd go for a draw as well. This will be a really poor game, I think. Two teams that are trying to find their way a little bit. Yeah. Swansea after selling Sigurdsson. Uh, no Lorente is a big thing. Palace trying to go down a complete new identity route. Yeah, I'd, I'm yeah. the same as you, mate. Looking at a draw. Yeah, it's a better performance from Palace at the weekend, obviously. They went down 1-0 to Liverpool. Uh, still yet to score a league goal. Swansea got panned 4-0 by Manu, but I think that scoreline kind of flattered 
United a little bit. I don't think Swansea were were four 0 bad in that game, but as you say, they lost to Sigurdsson now. Lorente still out. Apparently, they're going to get Sam Klukas in, fifty million pounds from Hull. Is he the answer? I'm not sure he is. No, no, he's not. Good, solid player. Fifty million is about right in this market when you consider Britos yeah. on Belonga's fifteen million. He'll just be a nice, tidy, sideways, solid Premier League player. Yeah, if they're looking for someone to replace Sigurdsson, it's certainly not going to be him. But uh, yeah, there's some work to be done in the transfer market, I think, for um, Paul Clement before it shuts. For sure. Uh, on to Watford v Brighton then. Watford are at home and they're 19-20. to 20. The draw is 12-5 to 5 and Brighton are 7-2. to 2. Watford have looked mighty impressive and I, I think I can see them uh, going on and recording another victory here. Yeah, how can you not fancy Watford? Looking good under silver. Um, Rick Carlson, is it? I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I think it's Rick Carlson. Yeah, he's going to be a real fan's <laughs> favourite. How consistent it will be and everything, time will tell, but real entertainer and Brighton, you know, they've made some decent signings, you know, they've, uh, well, I say that, I've never seen any of them play, but they've made some positive signings. So, they're closing in on a record for a Ghanaian striker I've never heard of. They've signed a Colombian winger. Who I've never um, heard of. For club record fee. But although we've never heard of these players, it's the right step forward because Brighton, even though it's very early, they look unbelievably dull. Yeah, and they oh, look yeah. Ab- oh, they look about as sharp as an eraser at the minute. <laughs> they certainly need more edge to their attack because, as we saw Middlesbrough last season, they could defend all day. You've got plenty of clean sheets, but they could not score at the other end. And it's goals, goals that keep you up in this league. So Brighton cannot continue for too much longer with Glenn Murray up top. No way. Watford, though, as you say, Marco Silva's looking great. He's got his first away win in the Premier League last weekend. Uh, I didn't expect him to beat Bournemouth as comfortably as they did. We kind of had that one down as a score draw, didn't we? Yeah. So they were really impressive. But yeah, for me, I think this is a pretty certain Watford win. I'm pretty confident in that. And just a talent of evens, I think it's good value too. For sure. On to the final game then of the three o'clocks on Saturday. And that is struggling Newcastle against struggling West Ham United. Newcastle 13 to 10, the draw 12 to 5, and West Ham 23 to 10. How can you see this one going? Um, I think I fancy West Ham only just. Um, Newcastle have looked really poor. Uh, there's a bit Very of a problem poor. there, you know, behind the scenes. Rafa wants more players and he knows he needs them. Shelby, club captain, terrible decision first off, and then gets himself sent off. And yeah, there's just a, again, just a bad feeling around Newcastle. West Ham rallied a little bit, like you said, against Southampton, were a tad, tad unlucky. Still can't defend for love the money. Uh, but with Hernandez, and, you know, he's found his feet, could see West Ham sneaking a 1 0 here. If you do think that, like Tom says, twenty-three to ten, just over two to one, so they're uh, they're good odds against the Newcastle side, which is is really really poor at the moment. So that's it for the three o'clocks. Let's move on to the five thirty kickoff, and that is the all-conquering Manchester United side, and they're at home to Leicester. Manu are three to ten. The draw is nineteen to four, and Leicester are a huge eleven to one. 
I think uh, it's harsh on Leicester. 11-1. to 1. Man U have looked very, very good so far this season. But um, I think Leicester are going to be a, a different proposition to what West Ham and Swansea have been so far. By far and away, the most impressive team in the, in the league so far, United. Oh, Absolutely easy. heads and shoulders above everyone so far. Red um, Rom is bossing it. <clears throat> Red Rom. Can't stand that bloke. Um, he'll score again, no doubt, against oh, Leicester. Yeah. Absolutely no doubt. And you'll he'll be wishing again. you had him in this fantasy football team, won't you? Well, we'll see. Again, home game against Leicester, United flying. These are the games that he scores in. We'll see if he can score Chelsea away when uh, United really need him to, <laughs> to perform. But uh, I disagree with you, mate. I think it's going to be a mauling. Yeah, uh, Leicester might have a little, you know, threat on the counter with Vards, but now nah, United three yeah. 0 for me. No, well, to be fair to you, you said four 0 to United last week, and I, I said now nah, one, maybe two, and I thought with fifteen minutes to go, I was going to be <laughs> spot on. Yeah, true. <laughs> and um, suddenly, it's just a goal rush in the last ten minutes, and yeah, there you go, four 0 So, good prediction from you. I don't, I can't see another three or four 0 I can, I can see I can see a three, definitely. Yeah, I really well, can. Just United are just on fire. They're in that little purple patch. There's a huge feel good. United haven't had an attacking team like this in a few seasons now, and the fans are really enthusiastic. And yeah, I think they're going to maul Leicester to pieces. Fair enough. Well, if you do think that, let me just give you some handicap prices. Um, Please do, because I'm not interested at the uh, 3 to 10 on right. the nose for the win. So you can get uh, minus 1 at 4 to 5, minus 2 at 11 to 5. And if you think it's going to be another four goal mauling, you get minus 3 at 11 to 2. Interesting. Kind of like minus 2. That's a good price. I'd uh, probably go with the minus one. Well, that that's just me and you summed up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me and you summed up. Um, Pogba's looking great, isn't he, this season? He's kind of looking like the Pogba we expected him to have last season, isn't he? I felt like last year he never had a proper position. No. Sometimes no. he'd be sitting in a two. Sometimes he'd play advanced in a three. Sometimes he'd play flat. Now, obviously, the Matic, Pogba, yeah. and you know all that rotation in there. They've got Carrick, Carrera. Uh, they've got players that can let Pogba do his thing, and uh, he looks like the player that was playing for Juve. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. As you say, Matic has been an absolute masterstroke by Mourinho because he just takes the burden off Pogba and lets him, as you say, do what he wants to do. Gives him that free role, which he didn't really have as much last season. So, yeah, I'm gutted I put him out of my fantasy football team before the first game of the season. Every Pogba needs a match. Absolutely. Let's move on to Sunday's games then. It's a, a real super Sunday this week. There's four games, two kicking off at 1.30 and two kicking off at 4 o'clock. So, for the 1.30s, we've got West Brom versus Stoke. This enthralling contest is priced <laughs> up... <laughs> At six to four for West Brom, twenty-one to ten for the draw, <laughs> and nine to four for Stoke. Conveniently draw. on the same time on TV as Chelsea Everton. Yeah, so, <laughs> choose your poison. Um, I'd probably go with the draw to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know who to. 
I don't know, even know where to go with this. It's just it's so boring <laughs> and so dull. I think uh, um, last on match of the day contender right here. Oh yeah, I I honestly would go draw as well. Um, Stoke will be flying after their their victory over Arsenal. They always yeah, love great that. Win. Great win. Stoke. Um, West Brom. Very strong start to the season for them. Well, it's been it's been very West Brom, hasn't it? So two wins, yeah. two one nils. It has. I'd go for maybe maybe a draw. I'm swaying towards West Brom purely because they're at home. Uh, but for the profit chasers, I think this is a bit of a banana skin. As most people know, Robson Carno scored and got sent off for West Brom last weekend. I can't still believe he's a He's a regular Premier League player. So I had a little little bit of digging into Robson Carnu. And do you know what his real name actually is? Because it's not Hal. His first name is not Hal. Um, Hal Deep? No. <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> Absolutely nowhere near. <laughs> what is it then? Thomas Henry Alex Robson Carnu. Wow. That's the most Welsh name in the world. <laughs> he's not. He's not Welsh. He's from. He's from born in London. Well, he's got Welsh heritage <laughs> somewhere. Well, I I like him. I don't. I don't see what your problem is. I quite like him. My problem is is this. He plays as a striker often, and his record. Listen to this: thirty six goals in two hundred and seventy one league games, which right. is about one in seven point five. He, he started his career out as a left winger. Can I add? He well, played a lot of time. At Reading as a left winger. International four goals in forty internationals, one in ten. Yeah, that's okay. Like <laughs> No, it's not okay. <laughs> He's a good player. I like him. Oh no, I'm I not like him. him. I'm not like, let's it. let's be real. He's not gonna move to uh you know one of the top sides, but he's capable of, you know, the odd bit of impact and no. yeah. He was at his good. level at Reading. Um no, I'd say he's a Premier League player, but right at the bottom. If he didn't score those goals in the Euros, he would not be in the Premier League right now. Very true, but he did. Yeah, well, yeah, he did. So, well, well fair play to him. But, um, yeah, he won't be featuring at the weekend thanks to his red card on Saturday. Anyway, let's move on to the other one thirty kickoff, And that, as you said, is a much more entertaining one. Chelsea are at home to Everton. Chelsea are two to five. The draw is fifteen to four, and Everton uh, again uh, a massive eight to one. They were nine to one against Man City away. Now they're a big eight to one against Chelsea away. Can you see Everton stealing some points? Uh, maybe. Um, I, I wouldn't want to bet against them at the moment. No, um, would I? So obviously they've beat Stoke one 0 at home. Gone away to Man City. Got a draw. Yeah, it, you can't really bet against them, and with Chelsea at two to five, that's not enough to go on there to go on Chelsea, and you know they bounce back in magnificent fashion oh, at yeah. Wembley. I did alert the profit chasers to a potential banana skin in that yep, game. You're right. You can never, ever, ever go against a defending champion when they're wounded. You just never know what you're going to get for me. Um, so I'd be leaving this well alone. 13 to score, looks likely, but no result for me. No, completely agree. Uh, both teams <clears> to score there. 
uh, result-wise, not worth it. If you do fancy a punt, Everton are a good price at eight to one. Uh, on to the four o'clocks then. So the first one is Spurs against Burnley. I think I'm betting for this one. How much do you think the Wembley hoodoo is a thing? Because you can get Burnley at a huge sixteen to one here. I read some hilarious stats um, on Spurs at Wembley, right? Um, saying there's been there's NFL teams <laughs> that have won more games at Wembley <laughs> than Spurs have. Um, I would be chucking a pound, two pound on Burnley. Yeah, just for a little bit of fun. I honestly wouldn't go for Spurs one to four. No. Absolutely You're over. You're joking. Look what Burnley did to Chelsea. I know Chelsea helped them, but look what Burnley did to Chelsea. Like you've got no chance I'm going anywhere near that game. No, absolutely not. As you say, maybe a couple of quid speculatively on Burnley, but what have Spurs done with their shocking Wembley form to deserve odds of one to four? I don't know. Just leave that alone, profit chasers, as you just confirmed. Couple of quid on Burnley, a little bit of a uh, hopeful, hopeful one, and yeah, get out of there, run away. Yeah. Obviously, Spurs will be without their main attacking threat because Harry Kane doesn't score in August. <laughs> Very true. Um, <laughs> unbelievably unlucky against Newcastle as well. So yeah, <laughs> it's a weird problem for Kane. He won't mind if he ends up on 25, 30 goals at the end oh, of the no, season. No, I'm sure he'll kick on soon enough. But uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird start. A bit of a monkey he needs to get off his back. Like uh, Spurs need to get this Wembley monkey off their back. Because the longer it does go on without winning, the more of a thing it becomes. And it just gets harder to shake, doesn't it? But they'll have an excellent chance of doing so at home to Burnley on, on Sunday. Finally then, we've got Liverpool. And they're at home to Arsenal. Liverpool are favourites. They're six to five. The draw's thirteen to five, and Arsenal are twelve to five. I'm, I'm kind of torn between either a Liverpool win or a score draw. I think you can get for me. I think you're going to get Liverpool to win. Both teams to score. The Wenger Art Brigade is back. They're back fully full back. Voice. <laughs> they're full, full voice. Um, One week, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, they're a fickle bunch, aren't they? But I would personally go for Liverpool to win, both teams to score. You can get that 5-2. to two. So I think yeah. that's a decent little price. Score draw, 7-2. to two. You know, that both would be a, a good bet. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I was really impressed with Liverpool's win at Hoffenheim last week. Uh, Hoffenheim hadn't actually been beaten at home throughout the entirety of last season. So it's really impressive to, for Liverpool to go there and win 2-1. I definitely think there's going to be goals in this Liverpool-Arsenal game. Definitely do. Yeah, 100%. I'd be absolutely amazed if there, were, if there wasn't. Uh, right, so that wraps up the Premier League. Let's move on to the Championship, shall we then? 100%. Uh, looking at the Championship League table, we've had four games now. Who do you expect to kind of fall away from the top places? Who are you surprised by early on? Who's kind of started slow, but... You expect to improve. So obviously a top two of Cardiff and Ipswich. <laughs> Who predicted that? I thought Ipswich would be in serious yeah, relegation trouble. Absolutely. They're flying. I don't think that will last. No. Not one can't bit. Can't see it. It is very impressive. Fair play to Mick McCarthy. He's got a yeah. Garner and Waghorn in who are doing really, really well. I think Waghorn's had 
five shots on target and scored four goals or something like that. But yeah, look at the look at the whole of the top six. Cardiff unexpected to be there. Ipswich you wouldn't expect them to be there. Wolves fifty fifty to spend the money, but I was yeah. a little bit concerned. Forest relegation battle last season. Leeds lost Big Gary Monk. Big overhaul. Huge right. overhaul. QPR relegation battle. So obviously can't really uh, make a case for anyone apart from Wolves and maybe Leeds to uh, be up there, really. What do you think? You think the same? Pretty much. Obviously, I've thought Forest are going to get promoted this season anyway. This is the year. Every year's the year. Every year's the year, but this is the year. It's um, looking good. It is looking good. Um, what I'm impressed by is the turnaround. So we were in a, a bit of a mess. Right. Hasawi. Yeah. You know, we had some awful players on huge wages, yeah. on long contracts. Most of them, 95% of them are gone. We bought in young, fresh, hungry players. Aaron Mackay is one of the best players I've seen at Forest for a while. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so far, early doors. Kieran Dowell on loan from Everton is brilliant. Yeah, he looks great. Um, so... Yeah, let's see if it can continue. This is obviously a start. You know, we haven't had this since Stuart Pearce and we all know what happened there. So, uh, yeah, very impressive. Disappointments. Scroll down to the bottom. Brentford, one point from four games. Fulham and Reading, both in the playoffs last year, 19th and 18th respectively, followed by 17th Norwich, 16th Villa. Hull, 14th Sunderland, 12th, Middlesbrough Wednesday, 9th, 13th. Wednesday. I mean, do you know what I mean? It's it's a bit topsy-turvy and uh, there's a couple of clubs I really didn't expect to, to do so well, but they are. So, yeah, get it yeah. to them. Yeah, I think when you, once you get to around the 10-game mark, that's when the league will really start to take its proper shape. These teams have got off to a pretty poor start. You'll expect Fulham to pick up a bit. Likewise with Villa, maybe Wednesday, Sunderland. And then the teams like Ipswich have had a really good start in QPR, just to drop down a little bit to where they they naturally should be. But it's been a, been an exciting start to the championship. Hundred percent, great start. So uh, looking at the games this weekend, are there any that stand out for you as uh, as bankers or you know yeah. likely to win? Yeah, there is actually. Hull City, I think it's a really really good price. They're at home. They've not been fantastic, but Ooh. four to five at home to Bolton Wanderers. Yeah, I had this one down as a, possibly a potential banana skin. Really? Yeah. I think the price on Hull is because they've got a very threadbare squad at the moment. Hernandez is out injured, which is obviously a major blow to them because he's probably their main goal-scoring threat. Um, Klukas is, is going off to Swansea, so that's another key player going. I think... That price is mainly based on their injuries and the recent transfers out and not much has been coming in. Hull lost to QPR at the weekend, which I know QPR has started well, but it's, it's not a good sign, really. No, no. I do know what you're saying, but I'm going on how poor Bolton have been, to be honest. Very yeah, uninspiring. Fair, it's fair, yeah. Inspiring. I mean, I know what you're saying. Could be a banana skin, but I'm going on uh, Bolton their poor quality rather than Hall's yeah. outstandingness. Fair enough. Um, looking away from there, I think it's a tough week this week. 
there's a few teams that I fancy. I do, even though it's very close, I do fancy Forest to beat yeah, Leeds me too. Me too. at home. Uh, just turned over Middlesbrough. Very close game. So turned over probably is a bit uh, of an exaggerated term. But did beat them. And the city ground will be rocking. And I think Forrest will sign off before the international break with a win. Yeah, I agree. Uh, three wins from three home games this season for Forrest. Forrest also do tend to have a very good record against the top sides at home. And then struggle against the lower sides, as we've seen already this season. Beaten Brentford, beaten Middlesbrough, and then lost against Barnsley. But last season, the only top seven side that Forrest actually lost to was Sheffield Wednesday at home. And um, Forrest on the verge, a million pound signing of Liam Bridcut from Leeds. So uh, that'll be interesting as well. One side yep. gets weaker, one side gets arguably stronger. So, yeah. I want to ask you a question. Go I do it. fancy Cardiff at home to QPR. Yeah, the question right. is, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. They had a great start. Really impressed with Cardiff. I didn't think they'd beat Wolves last weekend. I said on the podcast, I think maybe a draw, maybe a slender Wolves victory. But no, apparently Cardiff went, roughed them up, you know, the typical Neil Warnock style, time wasted, really played to stop Wolves playing. Excellent start for QPR, but I, I think Cardiff are really looking good this season, whereas I do expect QPR to drop off a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. I think Cardiff to win is, is a good shout. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'd go for Cardiff. Do you uh, have anything else that you're, um, you've got your eye on? I'm looking at Middlesbrough at home to Preston. Middlesbrough 3-4. to four. I know Borough lost against Forest at the weekend. Probably have, have drawn or even won if Britta Belonga had taken some of his chances. He really let the crowd get to him on Saturday and he had a lot of chances which he wouldn't usually miss. Borough have lost two already this season, but they've both been away from home, whereas at home they've won both their games. I think the, the Riverside is going to be a real fortress this season. And finally, I've also got Sheffield Wednesday away at Burton. I don't particularly like betting against Burton because you never really know what to expect from them. But I was really impressed with Sheffield Wednesday's victory last Saturday away at Fulham. I also feel like playing Burton away on a Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff is quite a different proposition to playing them away on a Tuesday night, if that makes sense. Yeah, they uh, Burton get up for the games you don't want to be up for, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday at even. So, yeah, Borough, Wednesday, Forest, Cardiff. Uh, yeah, they're the main ones for me. Absolutely. Apart from that, nothing else to add for me for the championship. Um, I did put a little couple of both teams to score in there. I think uh, Forest Leeds will be both teams to score. I think you'll probably get Ipswich Fulham, both teams to score. And also Brentford Wolves. Let's move on to League One then, shall we? Yes, absolutely. So, Blackburn, what a conundrum. Last weekend, they beat Bradford at home. Now, let's remember, Bradford were unbeaten at home for the entire last season in the league. So far, unbeaten at home this season until a struggling Blackburn side turned up and uh, beaten 1-0. So, didn't expect that result. No, nah, not at all. Uh, one of my friends is a Blackburn fan and 
he was in disbelief uh, yeah. that they managed to go there and win. He fully expected them to get beat. But uh, yeah, maybe the promotion uh, pushes starting just a little late, but maybe it is starting after all. Now, this weekend, I'm looking at Blackburn and I'm thinking, is Evans good value or I just don't trust him enough? But I do M- think Evans. MK Don's uninspiring. That's yeah. who they've got. Uh, they're back at Ewood Park. If you had to choose, you would go Blackburn. It's not bomb-proof treble material. No, no it's not. Um, so maybe maybe pop them on on a little bet with a couple of outsiders because, you know, like you said, Evans is a really good price. Yeah. Anything else which uh, you like the look of? I, th- I think it's tough again. Um, I do think it's quite tough. I think you can get... A, there's a few teams. <coughs> there's, not, there's not many that I fancy, but... Where I do fancy a, couple, a few teams, I think you can get actually some really good value this weekend. So, for example, Peterborough away at Northampton, a two to one. Peterborough yeah. have won three out of three, flying. Northampton second bottom, lost all three. Two to one. Looking at how both teams have performed this season, it's complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So, two to one is looking uh, really tempting for me for Peterborough, and I've also earmarked at Fleetwood away at Bristol Rovers. Fleetwood are just a touch under three to one, which I think is brilliant value. Yep. Fleetwood again, a team that's won three out of three, not conceded a goal yet in, in all three of the games. And they're away at Bristol Rovers, as I say. Fleetwood long parts of last season unbeaten away from home. So yeah, I think three to one just under is 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 great. Yeah, I do agree. Obviously the only thing I would say, you know, Bristol Rovers managed to get a victory away at Bury. Yeah. Um, so they brushed aside their poor start. You know, impressive three-two win away. So, you know, I wouldn't. I would be a bit nervous for that. Blackpool maybe at home yeah, to Oldham. Yeah. Oldham is uh, shocking. Yeah, Blackpool eleven to ten. Oldham. Me and you predicted them to be down there, and we've been spot on. Yeah. Uh, three games, no points, minus five goal difference. Blackpool sat in 11th, four points, a win, a loss, and a draw. Yep. Bang on mid table. They, <laughs> um, they showed a lot of character. I'm go- well. Yes, they did. That's true. And again, I'm going off Oldham's uh, lack of ability as opposed to Blackpool being a real force. But I do fancy Blackpool to pile on the misery. Yeah, yeah, can definitely see that as a. So Blackpool showed a lot of character in their game last weekend against Doncaster. Three times they went behind in that game. Three times they equalised and uh, ended up three all. So I was impressed with them there. But I can yeah. certainly see them compounding Oldham's misery. Yep. I've got one more here. Yeah. That's uh, Wigan at home to Portsmouth at 23-20. to 20. Wigan started really well. They are currently top of the league. Three wins from three. Best goal difference in the league at the moment. Portsmouth probably not started as well as most people expected them to, actually. They've uh, one win, one draw, one loss. And, uh, yeah, they needed, four points. they needed a late Brett Pittman penalty to save a point from at home to average Walsall. And the game before that, they got beat away at Oxford. So, yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that. I think that's one that, that I missed. And again... I think because they're playing Portsmouth, Wigan, 
good price at evens. Yeah, that's exactly what I've got right down in my notes. Good odds on Wigan because they're playing Portsmouth. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Completely agree. The um, FA Cup final was 2008. Jeez. Nine years ago, <laughs> Bucky's. Come on. Yeah, that's all from League One for me this season. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that's from uh, this weekend. All right. Moving on to League Two. Yeah, League Two. Um, I like to call it my favourite league in the world, but it's just not this season. Especially after Coventry cost a bomb through treble last weekend. Yeah, that's uh, that's a problem. I've yeah. got one team down for this weekend that I think will win in League Two. The rest I could not call. Yeah, real, real, real tight, tight weekend. One thing just before you uh, bring up your your team, Coventry away at Yeovil. You uh, mentioned to me uh, over text of the weekend, every Yeovil game this year, both teams to score. Absolutely. Absolutely. The fun just continues, doesn't it, at Yeovil? We said last week on the podcast, there is, I don't know, like 15 goals in the first two games. Now, it it was 4-3. They lost 4-3 to Forest Green last weekend. Yeah, 4-6, that is, as well, by the way. Both teams to score, so... That's it's incredible. a decent price still. It's a real incredible. price. <laughs> the Yeovil fans are going to see guaranteed goals. We don't know what end they're going to be in, so they might not like it, but it's going to be guaranteed entertainment. 22 goals in three league games already. Yeah, but crazy. Yeah, they're at home to Coventry, and I hope they absolutely decimate them. Yeah, I, I do. Um, <laughs> Coventry... Oh, God, they, they really let us down. I mean, I know Bristol City let us down as well, but at least they didn't get beat. No, you know, no. They, they drew nil-nil. Coventry just absolutely threw the towel in pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that was really disappointing cool. to see. Makes your skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No surprises for your... Uh, for the team that you're going to uh, tip the profit chasers... No surprises. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Uh, go on then. Swindon, top of the league, four to five, home to Crawley. Absolutely top, spot on. Bottom of the league, <laughs> might I add. Yeah. I knew that was coming because obviously <laughs> it doesn't get much more, uh, much more appealing. And uh, four to five is not bad. No, I think it's really good. Really, cute, yeah. really good. Harry Kew has got off to an absolute shocker in charge of Crawley. Terrible. Crawley are looking pretty uninspiring, um, as are a few teams. Uh, Lincoln, remember when we did our League 2 predictions and uh, we had a look at the odds? What were they, four favourites for promotion? Third or four favourites, yeah, I think they're joint third favourites to go up. All because of that FA Cup run. Ridiculous. Um, and, you know, they're, they're really struggling 22nd at the moment. So, uh, still early, but you yeah, expect a bit more from them. Yeah, completely agree. Um, in terms of the matches, other than Swindon, are there any that you like the look of? Not really, mate, to be honest. It's it's a very tough week to call. One that you, I do kind of like is Exeter. Uh, they're 11-8, to eight, they're away at Cheltenham. Cheltenham, although they are in nine, uh, 20th position, sorry, it's never a real rollover when you go down there. No one, I feel like no one goes there yeah. and batters them. Yeah. Exeter, you know, they're sat kind of pretty right up there in second position. So, 
yeah, I would go for them away at Cheltenham. They're eleven to eight. Not a bad price. No, no. Lots of teams in League Two I just do not trust at the moment. I think it's going to be a good few weeks before we can quite confidently predict um, some of the outcomes of these games. Yeah, Mansfield-Luton, by the way, I just want to add Mansfield-Luton, I think, is a huge both teams to score. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, for, yeah, for this weekend, you can get that at 8-11, to 11, which is a good price. Yeah. So maybe the uh, you know be a bit cautious around the, the League 2 section this weekend. Yeah. All right, guys, so it is time for the bomb-proof trebles. So for those of you that are first-time listeners and popping your cherry with us this evening, <laughs> this is a part of the show where we give you a bomb-proof treble. So we both pick three teams that we really think will get you some profit this week. At the end of the season, we are going to total up how much we would have made as a team and how much we make individually. So it's a little head-to-head. Um, just to recap, last season we started the podcast in February and we made just over £500. If you want tips and bets, they're going to turn your pound into £6 million. You're listening to the wrong podcast, <laughs> but we do build steady profit. At the end of the season, you should have a considerable amount of profit. Absolutely. Do you want me to go first with my yeah, treble please. this weekend? Okay, please. so we're both hoping to go one better than the last weekend and round off this little opening bit of the season before the international break with a bang. So mine is Watford at home to Brighton, and they're 19 to 20. Middlesbrough, and they're at home to Preston, and they're 4 to 5. And Swindon, they're at home to Crawley, and they're also 4 to 5. And £10 on that one pays a nice little sum of £64. Nice. Um, I, I don't. I honestly don't do this on purpose. But again, mine's considerably more, <laughs> a, a lot more of a return. But you know, I think that's because I've thrown an away side in there. Yeah. Um. So you're a little devil. Oh yeah, cheeky monkey. So I'm gonna go through my treble. Okay, so I'm gonna go for Wigan Athletic. They're evens at home to Portsmouth. We've got Blackpool, they're 11 to 10, and they're at home to Oldham. And I'm going to go for Exeter City, who are 11 to 8, and they're away at Cheltenham. £10 on returns 99.75. Ooh. So just shy of uh, the big three-digiter. Yeah, so uh, obviously I think that's because, uh, as we've mentioned, Portsmouth, any team who plays, you know, the mighty Portsmouth, uh, you get a little enhancement on. Uh, and Exeter, obviously, they're away, so there's an element of risk there. But I do fancy that. Um, obviously, last week, we both came so close, you know, let down by one team. I had a blooming nil-nil draw, uh, which is never never fun. But hopefully this week, we can stack that profit. Yep, hopefully so. I just want to throw in, what I think is going to be a little outside hacker. I'm not going to say I'm put a tenner on this or anything like that. Just a, a couple of speculative pounds. Huddersfield at home to Southampton, just under three to one. Fleetwood away at Bristol Rovers, just under three to one again. And Peterborough away at Northampton at two to one. I think a couple of pounds on that will pay you, what, about 40 back? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, you can make a case for all of them to... Yeah. Uh, 
all of them to win. So, so yeah, um, fingers crossed that we're not let down this week. And I don't want to go into the international weekend on the back of two losses. I want to get two victories in the bag. Exactly. Nice and buoyant. And then, uh, you know, we, we rarely, for first-time listeners, we rarely, rarely do international breaks. We tried it before. The odds are terrible. Shocking, um, yeah. People don't listen to the show as much because no one gives a shit. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, over the international break, it's it's likely, unless there's League 1 and 2, which I'm not sure about, it's likely we'll be taking a break and just putting our bomb proofs uh, on Twitter. But yeah. yet to be decided. So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, as ever. Please do go on our fantasy football. You can get the code to join the league. Um, on our Twitter and on our website. For any first-time listeners, you can find us on Twitter at T underscore FB podcast. You can get the website at www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. Please do also go on to iTunes and rate the show and review it if you do like listening to us and you have made a bit of money, perhaps. And we'd really appreciate that one. And uh, most of all, thanks for listening again. And we'll see you next time. Absolutely, guys. Thank you very much.